Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey guys, welcome to episode 139 of the Girl Means Business podcast, also known as the Thanksgiving episode. This week, I want to talk all about gratitude. As we are in the week of Thanksgiving and celebrating family and friends and food and football, let's be real, it is a time when we reflect on the things that we are thankful for and the things that we are grateful for. Even if 2021 has not been the best year for you, there are still things in our lives that we can be grateful for. And I know for me personally in life and in business, gratitude and having a gratitude mindset has been a huge shift in how I feel on a day-to-day basis. So let me give you a little backstory on what I am like a little bit as far as when it comes to my personality and how I view the world, which seems like a big backstory, but just bear with me here. Growing up, I always felt like I wanted something more. I was always looking ahead. I was always like, what's next? What can I do? What else can I achieve? What else can I find? Where else can I go? What's the next big thing? And I was always in this state of mind of looking ahead. And I never really took time to appreciate where I was. And I think that a lot of people are like that, especially when you're younger. You know, there's all these songs written about like, I just can't wait till this happens. And I can't wait till I'm 16 and I can drive. And then I can't wait till I graduate high school and go to college and I'm on my own. And then you get to college, you're like, oh, I can't wait till I get a a job and I'm in the real world and I'm making money. And then it's, I can't wait till I meet somebody. I can't wait till I get married or have a house or have kids or whatever the next thing is in your fit, in your path. And we, we forget to stop or we don't know. We're not taught to stop and look around and go this right here, the moment we're in, this is a memory. This is a moment that I'm going to look back on and be appreciative and thankful for. Good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, I'm going to be appreciative of this because it is creating who I am going forward. I know it's a lot to think about when you're talking about like, you know, being a kid or a teenager or a young adult, but I think this is something that I really want to instill in my children going forward is I want them to grow up with this idea of gratitude and the idea that being thankful for the moment you're in so that you aren't always looking back as you get older going, man, I wish I'd appreciated that more. I wish I had really taken in that moment. And it's even more important now as we spend so much time viewing our lives through the screen on our phone, either we're watching videos that we'd already taken, or we're looking at photos, or we're sharing things online, we look at moments in our lives differently now because we look at them through the lens of a camera phone. I used to shoot weddings, photograph weddings, and one of my biggest pet peeves was watching the bride walk down the aisle towards her groom 
on the arm of her father or the person that was giving her away. And I would see half a dozen to a dozen camera phones. And you would see people watching the bride who was just feet away from them, but they weren't looking up at her. They were looking at her on their phone as they were recording her walking down the aisle. And I think that that was when I had this kind of wake up call that was, it gave me a different perspective. I was like, I don't want to spend my life looking at the world through a camera phone because you see people post all the time on social media. This photo doesn't do it justice to how beautiful it was in real life, or this video doesn't do justice to the sound that you actually heard of the birds chirping or the laughter of my child. The problem is we're not experiencing those things either because we're doing it through the lens of our phone. And so having that sort of light bulb moment along with working with coaches and mentors who really put an emphasis on gratitude and having a gratitude mindset, it has shifted something in my brain over the last couple of years. And now gratitude comes very naturally to me. And so if you're in a place where gratitude is not something you've practiced on a regular basis, or maybe it's something you focus on during this time of year, the holidays when it's Thanksgiving and we go around the table and we share what we're thankful for and what we're grateful for. I want to help you get into the mindset of gratitude year round, 365 days a year, because it really can put a different perspective on your life, your business, what you consider success, what you consider failure, everything kind of shifts. You start to see your life through a different lens and it's not a camera phone lens. It's a, it's this, a magical lens that makes you appreciate your life and the things that you have and you don't have so much more. I spent too much time in my life focusing on the things I didn't have. I remember, and I want to apologize to my parents publicly right now. I remember being a kid and I wanted so badly to live in a different house. I And granted, I had a wonderful childhood. My parents gave me everything that they could. I had a great home, but it wasn't this big house on a hill overlooking the lake with a pool. And I, it didn't have the things I saw other people having. And I remember taking the Sunday paper when they would have the real estate section come out. And I would circle houses that I thought we should live in. And I would leave that paper sitting on the dining room table for my parents to see. And as a parent now, I can only imagine how like heartbreaking that would be and frustrating. But I, for whatever reason, just was always looking at what we didn't have instead of looking at what we did have. What we did have was a house where my parents were still together and I was happy And I had food on the table and a roof over my head and a warm bed to sleep in every night. And so many family members around me that it was just this super loving place to be. And a lot of people who lived in those big houses on the hill overlooking the lake with a pool and a tennis court and nice cars and huge kitchens, they didn't have the things that I had. So I've had to retrain my brain to stop living my life thinking about the things I don't have and to start focusing on the things that I do have and appreciating the journey that I'm on to get to new things. 
if that makes sense. Now, before we get into the six ways to practice gratitude that this episode is all about, I want to talk to the voice inside of your head right now that might be saying, well, yeah, it's easy to be grateful and have gratitude when things are going really well. But right now I'm struggling with X, Y, Z. And it's really hard to be grateful for the things that are happening when the things that are happening don't feel good. And I totally understand that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. It's easy to go on social media or to listen to podcasts or to watch shows and think, man, that it's easy for them. They have it all figured out. They've got it all together. They have the nice house. They have the successful business. They have the things that I want. It's easy. But the reality is we all have struggles. We all have things that are not going well in our lives. At any given moment, you can stop anybody in the street and you can say, hey, your life looks shiny from the outside. Show me the messy. And I guarantee you, they have so much messy to show you. That person that's posting on Instagram about how wonderful her house is and how well-decorated it is for the holidays and how perfect her little kids are dressed, she and her husband may be fighting every single night. Or maybe her business really isn't doing that well. She just makes it look like it is. Or maybe she has so much anxiety and stress and panic attacks that she doesn't talk about. Maybe her parents are getting older and they're not doing well. Maybe she's fighting with her sister over something ridiculous. You never know what the messy looks like. But through every single messy, there's still a way to be grateful for the things going on in your lives. Knowing that you are struggling with something, but realizing, you know what? I'm really struggling with this, but I am so grateful that I have a support system around me to help me through this. Or, you know, it's really tough. I'm really struggling with my kids right now. Like they're just, it's, I'm at my breaking point, but I am so grateful that I have my business that helps keep me sane. That gives me something that's mine. Or you can say, you know, I know that I am really struggling right now financially and I'm having a hard time making ends meet. I don't know how I'm going to pay for Christmas presents, all these things, but you know what? I'm so grateful that my family is healthy and that we have 
a warm house to come home to every day. And I know there's going to be food on the table. I'm grateful for those things. So even if you are in a season of struggle, even if you are in a season of pain, I encourage you to use the things we're going to talk about today to help you feel encouraged and feel grateful for the things in your life that are good and knowing that the things that you're struggling with are going to be part of your story and that you will be grateful for those at one time. It may not be right now and it may be hard to see, but at some point it's going to be a point of gratitude. All right, so let's dive into the six ways you can practice gratitude. Six ways that you can start retraining your brain to look for and appreciate moments of gratitude. Now, the first one is one of my, what I'll call my guilty pleasures, because I do this a lot and I'm going to kind of share with you um, a little secret of mine. And that is you need to start measuring progress. I've said this in episodes before where I talked about stopping and celebrating something you know successful or exciting that happens in your life. You were so focused on the next thing that we forget to really appreciate how far we've come. And I like to do this in my business a lot where I will look back on the last year or the last two years or three years or five years. And I'll think, okay, where was I physically, mentally, emotionally in my business, in my life? Where was I one year ago now? And when I look at those things, and this is where like even little things like journaling or um, you know, social media is great because you can go back and kind of see where you were at a year ago or five years ago if you were on there that long. But having a way to kind of go back and be like, okay, one year ago I was in this place and look at how much has changed in one year. This is really easy to do with things like photography because I could go back and I remember, I love doing this. I'll take, for example, I shot a, um, a couple the other day for their engagement. They were, I was photographing their proposal and I had this really great photo that I loved, the two of them kind of snuggling on these steps and I was shooting through like these branches and I looked back at like the very first engagement session I ever did and it's kind of embarrassing, but it was such an eye opener to think, man, that was, I mean, that was nine, 10 years ago and look at how far I've come. Look at the growth that I've had. Look at the things that I've learned, the things that I've accomplished. I've had my photos published in magazines. I've had them on various websites. I've had them, they've won some awards. I I mean, just the things that I've accomplished in my photography business that I never dreamed was even possible. That is a huge moment of gratitude because I could easily sit here and say, I've still got so much to learn and there's so much I want to do and I'm not up to par. I don't, my photos don't look like this person's photos. My podcast doesn't sound like this person's podcast. It's not as successful as that podcast, or I don't have as many likes on my Instagram page or as many followers as this person. One of the things I like to do on Instagram is that every so often I'll take a screenshot of my Instagram profile because we forget. We, it's really easy to forget how quickly we can grow. And I will save them onto a folder or I usually put them in Canva and I have like a little you know Canva folder that I keep that my uploads in and I'll put them in there and I can go back and I can see, you know what, six months ago, my big goal was to hit, I don't know, 2,500 followers on Instagram. 
And now I'm at almost 3,500 followers. That's a big leap. And so we forget, you know, it's a lot like a weight loss journey. They tell you to take pictures of your journey as you're losing weight because we don't see it in ourselves when it's a slow progress. It's harder to see. But when you see day one versus day 90, it's a big jump. So looking at your progress, tracking your progress, measuring your growth, that is a really great way to start practicing uh, gratefulness, to practicing gratitude is to really keep track of where you've come from and where you are now. You know, I think about when I was in my 20s, I would look at these friends that I had that were older than me who had really nice houses. And they just, they seemed to have it all together. And I was living in an apartment and, you know, I was just starting to teach and I wasn't making a lot of money. And I was like, oh, I just want to have a house. I just want to have like a nice house with a backyard and I want to have a dog and I want to have all these things. And then somewhere along the way, you get those things and you forget that this was once something that you dreamed about. And so finding a way to track that, whether it is journaling or taking screenshots of things, keeping things on your notes app, you know, dating them and writing down like one day I am going to own an RV and we're going to travel across the country for a year. And then maybe in two or three years when that actually happens, you can go back and you can say, remember that time in 2021 when we said, and our dream is to own an RV and travel across the country. And now we're doing that. That's practicing gratitude. So I want to share a little secret with you on how I do this as well when I'm starting to kind of have a bad day. If I find myself comparing myself to other people, so in business, let's say I'm comparing myself to somebody who is a successful business coach in the online space, who's helping women, they have a podcast that's super successful, and I feel like I'm lacking. I will go on to their Instagram page and I will scroll back as far as I can go. And I will look and I will see, okay, two years ago, where were they at? And it's a great reminder that we all start at the beginning. We all start at the the start line, right? And they may be a little further in the race than I am. They may be a little further down the road. But if I go back into their archives, I can see their growth just as much as I can see mine. So not only in measuring your own progress, but if you find yourself really struggling with comparison and looking at other people and thinking, gosh, they seem to have it all figured out. I wonder if they had it all figured out from day one. Go back and look through their social media feed and just remind yourself that they've grown as well, that they did not start out where they are today. They started out somewhere else and they had a goal they were working towards and they've made progress just like you are making progress as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey photographers, are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. 
I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passion, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. All right, number two. Number two is to look for moments of gratitude. So this is something that I had a coach tell me to do a long time ago, and I started doing it, and I started doing it. It's one of those things where the more you do it, the more natural it becomes. And it started off with, I was supposed to, at the end of each day, write down three things from that day that I was grateful for. So I would have to kind of look for things throughout the day to be thankful for, to be grateful for. And in doing this after a while, I no longer am writing them down each day, but I'm mentally taking note of them throughout the day. And just a perfect example is just yesterday, I had video calls and meetings and podcast interviews and things I was supposed to be doing throughout the day. And I got a text from my youngest daughter's teacher and she said, hey, is it possible for you to bring Sadie lunch today? She's, they changed the lunch menu today and she doesn't want what they have and I hadn't packed her lunch. And I thought, you know, I was like, I don't really have a ton of time, but I can squeeze in a quick run to Subway and drop it off. There's a Subway right by the school. It'll take me 15 minutes. And so I did that. And as I was walking out of Subway, I ran into another mom that I know, and she was there getting lunch for her kid too. And we said hi for a minute. I walked in, I got my sandwich. I went up to the school. I walked into the front office, the front office lady, super sweet. And she was like, Hey, she's here waiting for you. And like, they, they know me up there. They're amazing. And I walked back to my car and I got in my car and I just paused. And I was like, this is a moment of gratitude. I'm going to pause and I'm going to recognize this moment of gratitude. I am so grateful that I am able to have a job where I can take 15, 20 minutes of my day and I can come up here and I can bring my daughter lunch. And I'm grateful for the fact that we live in a town where I know so many of these other people around my children's lives that everywhere I go, there's somebody I can say hi to, somebody that I recognize. I know that the front office lady and the the whole, I mean, the whole school, but the office staff, they love my children. They know me. They know my kids. That was a moment of gratitude. And it wasn't a huge life-changing thing, but it was a moment where I just sat in my car for a second and I took a couple breaths. I said, you know what? (sighs) I'm grateful that we live in the town that we live in. I'm grateful that I'm able to be here 
to bring my daughter lunch in a moment like this, because when I was teaching, I couldn't have done that. I am grateful that I have this community of families and parents around us that are here to support my children and myself. I'm grateful for this moment. So this is, again, not something that comes naturally. And so it's something you have to work on. And so for me, it was being intentional. It was knowing that every day I was going to write down three things I was grateful for that day. And not these are not broad. These are not like, oh, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my home. It had to be specific. So I would go back and I was looking at some of the things I had written down. It was things like, I am grateful for the fact that when it is cold and rainy outside, I can sit on the couch under a blanket and work for my laptop. I am grateful for my Instapot that allows me to cook dinner in 30 minutes when I have forgotten to thaw out food for dinner. I am grateful that technology right now allows me to have video conversations with my best friend who lives two states away on a daily basis. I am grateful that I have air conditioning. When I live in Texas and it's 102 outside every day for the week, I can come inside and cool off. These are little moments throughout my day that I was writing down in my notebook each afternoon or each evening. And the added bonus is that if you're writing these down in a gratitude journal or in a notebook or on your notes app on your phone, you have them to go back to. So when I was preparing for this episode, I went back through my journals and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that day. God, I remember that day. I was grateful that I got to be at field day for my kids. Or I was grateful that my daughter was home with me for the years that she was because she was by my side as I started this podcast, as I was going to photo shoots, as I was editing pictures, as I was coaching my clients on Zoom calls. I mean, all my coaching clients have seen my kids in and out of my Zoom calls. And I'm grateful that they are watching me build this business. But I forget about these little moments. It's easy to be grateful for the big things. But what I loved about writing down those moments of gratitude each day is that I was going back and looking at these little things, the little moments in my day that I was grateful for. And so if you want to start to have this practice of great gratitude mindset on a regular basis, if you want this to become a habit, then I highly suggest that you set a goal for yourself. Maybe say from now until the end of 2021, the end of this year. So for the next five, five or six weeks, every day I'm going to write down three things I'm grateful for. And I guarantee that by January, it will become second nature because at first you are going to have to kind of search in your day for these things, but then eventually you're not searching. They're kind of popping up on your radar. You're like, oh, this is a moment of gratitude. Oh, this is a moment of gratitude, but you have to retrain your brain to think that way. Okay. So number three kind of flows into that and it is to express your gratitude out loud. This means you can write it down in your journal, which is great. But I also want you to start practicing saying out loud what you're grateful for. So if your significant other does something nice for you, I want you to say, you know, I am, I'm so grateful that I have you in my life to bring home a gallon of milk when I forgot to get it from the store and I need it for dinner. <laughs> or to, you know, kill the spider when I don't want to kill the spider. I've been trying to do this more with my kids as well and to say like, I'm so grateful 
that I have you to snuggle with and watch, you know, Disney movies with or whatever. But saying it out loud, just like I think it's so important to write things down, because if we just keep them in our heads, they tend to like get hazy and fuzzy and we forget about them. Writing it down on paper is a, is makes it more permanent. And then saying it out loud, it takes it from being your moment of gratitude to now you're sharing that moment of gratitude. It's now no longer just something that you're experiencing. It's something you're experiencing with somebody else. So sharing these moments of gratitude, whether it is putting it on social media, telling it to the person that you're with, just practicing saying it out loud. I am so grateful for this moment. Even if you're alone in your car, but you say, I am so grateful for this moment because blah, blah, blah. Expressing it out loud takes it to a whole different like stratosphere of gratitude. And again, it all goes back to making these things habits. And so if you think it and then you write it and then you say it, it's going to be more likely to create a habit than if you just think it or if you just write it or if you just say it. Doing all three or some version of those three things combined, I think really helps to make this something that is a second nature thought process and process in your whole body that won't happen if you're just kind of like, okay, check, I got that thing in my head, blah, 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 move on. If you're like, okay, moment of gratitude, pause, either write it or say it, that's going to help to really solidify it as a habit in your life. Number four is to start your day with gratitude. You know, I mentioned that my practice was to end my day with gratitude. I like to kind of bookend it. Start your day with gratitude, end your day with gratitude. There's a couple ways you can do this. Some people like to get up and the first thing they do is they write down things that they're grateful for or they say something that they're grateful for. I was doing it a different way. I was looking at what I had written in my journal the day before. What were the three things I wrote down as my gratitude points for the day? Oh yeah, I was grateful for this and this and this. And it was a good like reminder so that I knew this is these are the things I was grateful for yesterday. It's on my mind. I'm going to be looking for moments of gratitude today. And then in the evening, I kind of bookend it with writing down the ones for that day. So it, so it creates kind of this loop, this cycle that I was doing. You can choose how you want to start your day. But for me, I like to just take the first few moments when I wake up, my alarm's gone off, I'm not even out of bed yet, and I will just kind of mentally go through my head, these are the things that I was grateful for yesterday, or these are the things that I want to practice being, or, you know, noticing today. I want to look for moments of gratitude today. So starting your day with that, because it's easy to say, I'm going to look for moments of gratitude, but when you wake up and things get hectic and you're fixing lunches and you're getting kids to school and you're starting your day and you're emailing people and you're maybe you go work out or whatever, and then you forget and it's lunchtime, you're like, oh shoot, I was supposed to be like cognizant of this thing and I didn't do it and now it's lunchtime, which is fine. But then maybe the next day you, again, you don't start your day with that idea in your head and the next thing you know, it's three o'clock. You're like, oh crap, the half the day's gone. I didn't do anything. So if you get, again, that's all about habits. If you get in the habit of starting your day by thinking about being grateful, even if it's just a sticky note you put on your nightstand or on the mirror in your bathroom that says, look for moments of gratitude, just having that reminder is going to help get your brain going, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I have to have this in the back of my, my mind all day long. I'm looking for moments of gratitude. Number five is to focus on the present. Now, if we go back and think about what I said at the beginning of this episode, it's been kind of my nature, my whole life to look ahead, to go, yeah, yeah, where I met's fine. What, what's coming next? What else can I have? What don't I have? And I've had to really, really do a lot of work. And when I say that, I mean, like, I'm still in the process of doing this work to go stop. Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past. Look at where you are right now in this moment. Because at some point, if you don't stop and look around you and go, look at where I am, look at what I'm doing, it's just going to be a hazy memory that you look back on. And we all know that when you look back on your life, when you look back on your memories, they're not 100% clear and accurate because you're looking back on a fuzzy version of what the reality was. And so being able to stop and go, look around, look at the moment that I'm in, enjoy this moment while I'm in it, and then we'll worry about what comes next when it gets here. And that's really easy to say and really hard to do, because especially for anybody who struggles with anxiety and worrying about like, what is coming next? What else, what should I be preparing for? You know, I I talk a lot about Enneagram and I love the Enneagram and I have a lot of friends that are Enneagram fives and sixes. And those are the ones who are always like, I need to be prepared. I need to know what's coming so I can be prepared for what's next. And to those people, I say, yes, be prepared, but also prepare, but also stop and look. And I said this on Instagram recently. I was like, life and running a business is about this balancing act and kind of walking this tightrope of looking ahead to what's next, but also pausing to say, but what's going on right now? I do this a lot with my kids and I, and my husband has to stop me and I'll say, okay, but I need, I want to know, like in high school, I want her to, to do these things. And what about in college? And I want them to know this. I want this. And he'll say, stop. She's nine. She's five. Let her just be nine and five. Let them be nine and five. Let them be young. And whatever happens, happens. You can only control what's going on right now in this moment. So being present, being able to stop and say, nope, I'm I'm not going to get so caught up on this imaginary future that I don't even know is going to exist yet, that I don't take time to look at what I'm doing right now. And again, for me, it was the process of looking at my day, looking for those moments of gratitude, because it made me really focus on my day. It made me really focus on the fact that like the sun is shining outside and it's really beautiful weather and I should go for a walk. And oh, when I go on this walk, I'm like, oh, look at these beautiful plants that my neighbors have planted in their flower beds that I probably never would have noticed before because I would have been too busy thinking about something else. But because I was in this mindset of like, okay, I have to look for moments of gratitude because I'm going to write them down later. It was, you know, it's this whole retraining your brain. I was making myself be more aware and more focused on the present moment and less stressed about what was coming next. So focus on the present. I know that's, again, it's easy for me to say that in this podcast. It's really hard to practice in real life. And these are all still things that I'm actively working on on a day-to-day basis. And some days I'm really good at it and some days I suck at it. 
So just know that this is not something you just flip a switch and you go, I'm going to be really present in my life today. You might do that today. And then tomorrow might be a really crappy day and you have so much stress and anxiety over the future that you can't be present. And that's okay. It's about getting back on track as quickly as you can. And number six is be intentional. So be intentional. We hear that a lot. What does that mean? Be intentional. It's kind of like when someone says, you know, oh, be authentic. It sounds great. But what does that actually mean? It means that I want you to have a purpose to why you're doing things. So you're listening to this episode and you're listening to me talk about six ways to practice gratitude. But if you don't really know why you're doing it, if you don't have a purpose behind it, then you're not really intentionally doing anything. You're just doing it to do it. You're going through the motions. I compare it to going to the gym. If I go work out and I'm just going through the motions, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to lift this weight 10 times. And then I'm going to do this one 10 times. And then I'm going to do this 10 times. Then I'm going to walk for 15 minutes. But my mind is not really in it. Then it doesn't really get me the same result. Physically, I will get the same result. But mentally and emotionally, I will not. So you can go through your day looking for moments of gratitude. Be like, oh yeah, I should be grateful because of this. Or I'm going to be grateful because of that. I'm going to go write it down. But if your heart's not really in it, and you're not really taking the moment, the time to go, I really am grateful for this. I'm not just going through the motions. If you're just going through the motions, yeah, you're going to end up with a list of things you're grateful for on a piece of paper, but you're not going to really feel that gratitude. So being intentional means that you're giving it your all. You're putting everything into it. It's not just the physical act of writing it down or speaking it out loud or thinking in your head. It's connecting the physical to the emotional and the mental. It's about the entire experience. Using all five senses, as I used to say in school, like use all your senses. Don't just focus on one of those senses because if all you're doing is touching something, if you pick up an apple and you're like, oh, this is an apple and you hold it in your hand, but you're not really looking at the apple. Like, yeah, you're touching the apple, but you're not looking at it to see the color, to see the shininess, to see the shape. You're not really smelling it. You're not tasting it. You're not experiencing it with all the senses available to you. You're not getting the full experience of that apple. But if you are going into your day with a great gratitude mindset and you are experiencing it with all your senses, you're getting emotional about it. You are physically connecting with something in your body or in the world space around you, if you're mentally, if you're writing it, if you're saying it, you're using all your senses, that is being intentional. So I encourage you to not just go through the motions of gratitude, but experience gratitude. All right, so those are my six ways to practice gratitude. Measure your progress. Look for moments of gratitude throughout your day express it out loud, start your day with gratitude and also end your day with gratitude, bookmark it, bookend it, not bookmark it, (laughs) focus on the present and be intentional. I think if you start practicing those six things or even a couple of those things that you'll start to notice this mindset shift and you'll hopefully, my hope for you 
is that this becomes second nature. It becomes something that you don't even have to think about doing anymore. You just do it. And it, if you get to that point, or if you're in the process of getting to that point, I hope that you start to see a change in how you feel about your life, because I know I have. And that's why I share these things with you. That's why I get very personal with you. I want you to see that these are things I've experienced and that they have made a difference in my life or I wouldn't be on here sharing it with you. If I wasn't doing these things on a regular basis, I would not be here sharing them with you. So have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time with your family, your friends, your loved ones, the food, the football, the sweets, all the things. And I will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And as always, you can find any links or resources mentioned in today's show down in the show notes. And if we're not friends outside the podcast yet, then what are you waiting for? Come find me on Instagram at Girl Means Business. Send me a DM letting me know what you thought of today's episode or any of the past episodes you've listened to. You can also take a screenshot of today's episode and post it to your stories, tagging at Girl Means Business, and I'll give you a shout out on my page. I love connecting with you and hearing all about your business and can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will meet you back here next week, same time, same place.